Welcome to the Sports Card Lessons Podcast with your host, Big Ken, a retired teacher bringing you lessons each week he's learned in the hobby by taking you behind the table and inside the mind of a dealer and a collector. Sit back and relax. There won't be a test. The only thing being graded here is the cards. Welcome to the Sports Card Lesson Podcast. I'm your host, Big Ken. Whether you're watching on YouTube or listening on a streaming service, please like, subscribe, and hit that notification bell. You'll be notified whenever I drop any new content. Welcome, and thanks for being here. Wow, what a weekend. Had my daughter, son-in-law, and the three granddaughters here all weekend. Um, Great time. Love to spend that family time together. But I realized I almost completely checked out of the hobby for the whole weekend. You know, I had some, uh, you know, people making some offers on things on eBay. So, you know, I was being notified of that. Uh, But I really stayed out of my office mostly all weekend. Um, Didn't didn't really do much of anything. Uh, And then they left this afternoon. Came it's Sunday. They left this afternoon. You know, came back down to the office. Um, came back to jump back into hobby mode, uh, and I started thinking to myself, "What am I going to do?" I mean, everything is going as planned for the national. You know, I've been working. The, the last thing I've been working on really um, is is two five row boxes to bring out there to Chicago. Uh, one is football. It's it's all rookies and some inserts and the same. The second box is men's soccer, all rookies and inserts. So, you know, the football I've been preparing and, you know, I talked about, I think it was the Fenway show where I really got that going. The five-row box got that going uh, and I've just been adding to it, selling and then adding to it. Um, but the soccer, it's something that I've, really been compiling over the last year and a half, uh, the men's soccer. And uh, I'm excited because I really wasn't, it was one of those things I was thinking, I think maybe I'll just keep this aside, put us aside and see, you know, what happens with all these rookies. If, uh, if any of them pop that I, you know, I've got them. Then I started thinking, well, this would be a perfect time, you know, because I know, you know, when you go out, out in Chicago, every sport is going to be big. So why not uh, take advantage of that with the men's soccer? And, uh, you know, I've been, like I said, but putting this five-row box, you know, a couple of probably 2,500, 3,000 cards in there, all top-loaded. So I was excited about that, you know, just going through it. The only thing I'm not excited about, it's a lot of work, right? <laughs> it's a lot of work, especially on those boxes, like starting to separate. So I realized that my football boxes, you know, bringing them out, bringing them to the shows that people are going through. And I'm not paying attention to everything people are doing, but they go through the boxes and they're moving stuff in here and there and there. And the next thing you know, I've got, you know, rookie cards and inserts and everything's all mixed up. So it's really just going back through and separating it, making everything as nice as possible. Right. Because when we get out there, probably after day one, the boxes are going to be messed up again. But, you know, I don't really put little signs in the box and I'm thinking I'm going to try doing that. And then hopefully, you know, people going through will respect that a little bit and not take, you know, stuff out and just start dropping it into other rows and hopefully just kind of keep it together. Cause I'm just doing a one price fits all. 
on the box, right? On both for football and soccer. It's to me to try to go through and comp out all those cards. It's just, it's really not worth my time. So there's going to be some great value in there. And I think like most things at the end, what you find is, you know, I put these huge box together and one price fits all and you get down to your last hundred cards or 150 cards. And you realize that the price of these cards need to come down because they're not in that one price fits all. But the ones that are over are always the first ones to go, right? It's the, the guys that show up and the kids that show up before the show even starts and they go through and they pull out 30, 50, 70 cards out of there because they know these were undervalued in the box, right? They were probably, say, if I had them in there for $2 a card, these are the cards that were probably worth 5 7 or $10 a card. So, But to me, it's easier one price fits all, put it in. And this way I don't have to be worrying about, you know, color coding things and all kinds of stuff. I just assume, you know, uh, make it as easy as possible, not only for myself, but for the buyer. Um, I have my table layout done. I've got my cases my, for, for national. I've got my cases laid out. Um, I've done a couple, you know, I have a table here in the house. I've laid everything out to see what's going to look best. Um, and I've probably gotten things done earlier than I should have, <laughs> you know, um, just trying to be so efficient um, and making sure, you know, when you go do something, you know, when I was there last year and I, I made all these mental notes and I wrote a lot of notes down too, saying next year, I need to change this. I need to change that. I want to do it this way. I want to do it that way. This is the way I, I think I'm, I need to be prepared. So this year going into it, you know, I I've been talking about this since January, right? Planning for this since January. So moving into this and then finding out in March, I'm going from a half a table to a half a booth, right? So now I've got, you know, I mean, even still, I, I have half the booth. I, I have about six feet of table. So that was still up from the four feet of table I had and people will be coming and going in there. So there's going to be some table space. So I'm going to be putting, bringing extra stuff to throw in the, in the empty spots when people aren't there. So just planning ahead a little more, make sure I'm having things that to, to fill in when, when, when I can. So I've gone through all this and I've done all this. And then I say to myself, we still have 23 days. It's 23 days away. What the heck am I going to do now? I mean, I can't keep going over the same stuff I've been doing over and over. That, that, that'll drive me crazy. You know, I came down to the office today. I'm like, okay, we're back into hobby mode. You know, I'm on eBay. I go to PWCC, Facebook groups. Uh, and then I'm starting to realize as you know, there's, there's in the football, there's really nothing for me to buy now. The prices are up. So it would make no sense buying something now to, to drop it three weeks, unless I got a good deal on it or even a great deal on it. But really from, from sitting where I'm sitting in this office today, there's really no great deals to be had. I'll still be searching for them, but they're going to be few and far between. Uh, I'm always looking at this point to buy graded cards Right. So there may be some good deals or some great deals or some ultra great deals on on some, you know, cards that are ungraded. But unless they're high end, it's not worth it for me to jump into those. Right. Because the, uh, 
you know, the grading, you know, for PSA is done, the discount, the book grading. I mean, that's all they say 60 days on that. But, you know, I talked and and this will be the third time I talked on this, that I had a couple orders be turned around in 14 days. I had them back. So I hurried up and uh, threw another order in back at the beginning of June, June 8th, it arrived at PSA. Uh, and it wasn't until this past Friday, which I think was what, June 30th, was when they actually, they received it on June 8th, but it took them to the 30th to actually put it into, uh, you know, uh, identification, right? So it took all that time. And now I'm worried because I've got cards in there and I'm just hoping it goes through. But I know there's nothing else I can send. Oh, the other stuff that I've sent now, um, I, d I do have uh, one one small order out there, two cards that were the $40 submission that are, you know, 20 days. But now it's and they even specify on there that even if you use that and it's the 20 days, it's 20 days from the time that they accept the order, not till they receive it. So if they receive the cards, even if I sent them an order on Friday for 20 days and they receive it on Monday or Wednesday, because Tuesday is a holiday, they may not put it into their system for another week or two weeks. And in my case, it took them, you know, uh, almost three weeks before they accepted it into the system. So you can't do that. So it's really five days, five day express now, um, is really all you can do. So I have, I have one card. Uh, I talked about that Sophia Smith. I got sending that out it's five days, but it's expensive to do that. It's like $150 to have that card graded and get it back in five days. So that if I had another card like that, that I felt was worth doing that and wanted it, you know, for Chicago, then I would do it. But really not a lot of you know, it's really kind of not my lane because I, I I really don't like to buy many ungraded, especially football cards, because, you know, the great the pricing between a nine and a ten is huge. And even if you think it could get a ten, right, and you do everything you can to make sure it's a ten and you send it, it comes back a nine. I mean, you could just take a beating on some of those cards. So so that's where I'm at. That's where I'm at. Uh, just looking. But really not going to find anything much so that I say to myself, Oh, you know, what's my plan now for the next 23 days or the next three weeks? Well, I know I have two trade nights planned. Uh, I'm going to uh, trade night, uh, bleaker trading in, uh, in the city, uh, Wednesday night, this Wednesday, the fifth, I'm going with, uh, my good friend, Rob sports card therapist. Uh, he, uh, he's part of the group, I guess, hosting it down there. And I'm definitely going down there with him. We're going to check that out. Never been there. I've always wanted to go down there. And it's really not that far away. I don't know why we haven't been there already, but uh, going down there, hopefully uh, we're going to meet up with, uh, you know, a lot of people, you know, in the hobby uh, that we know. And even in the Wolfpack, uh, Craig, New York City sports cars, he should be there. Uh, we look forward to seeing him. Um, so. That should be fun. And I'm also uh, joint hosting with Rob, Sports Card Therapist, a trade night on Friday, July 21st at Pop Century Collectibles in Oakland, New Jersey. So definitely looking forward to that, too. And that's that's right 
Friday night, right before Nationals. So that's that's going to be kind of an exciting time, too. And I do have some cards. Like, I'm going, you know, more like, like this week, uh, Wednesday. I'm going to bring some cards with me down. You know, nothing out of the uh, the national case, but uh, I'll definitely bring some cards with me and try to make some deals. And I think right now, the, the really the only way to make a great deal for for something that I could move for the right price uh, out in Chicago is probably in person. Um, cause I think online, it's a little difficult right now. I've saw, seen some people put some stuff up and say, Hey, you know, got these for sale or I'm looking for this or looking for that. And I just, it just seems like I haven't been able to make a deal. I just feel like the, uh, people are pretty firm on their prices right now that they're, they're up a little bit and people are wanting just a little bit more, just a little over comps, just a little over comps. And I mean, this is what happens. That's how these prices just keep going up and up. And that's where they get to, you know, to its, to its height, you know, at the end of July and, and the beginning of August. Um, so maybe I'll get some deals done there, some last-minute pickups uh, there. Um, so definitely, if you plan on attending either of those, be sure to find me. Always, always happy to meet up with people. Um, so what else do I do between now and the national? I mean, that's really what my thought is. You know, what what's going to occupy my time right now? Uh, I felt I was so efficient that I just left too much time. You know, and I start thinking, what's next? You know, that it's almost, you know, you get this panic feeling a little bit. It's like, I've done all this. I think I've done everything right. I planned ahead. Uh, I, I've, you know, gone from plan A to B to C to D to E, right? You keep changing things up because you think you're doing everything right. And then you say, okay, what's next? And it's like, it's like starting all over again, right? Now I need to figure out, what am I going to be selling in the fall? What should I be? It's really what I should be buying now is what's what I'm going to be selling in September, October, November. It's really this is that's the stuff I should be looking for right now. Uh, the football and the women's soccer stuff that I'm doing, uh, that's going to carry me through August. Definitely. You know, absolutely for sure. That'll carry me through August. But then what's next after that? You know, I definitely like my pop culture lane. Um, but I really have figured out, um, you know, what has sold really well for me in that lane. Uh, the music and the pop century cards have really been kind of duds for me. So the, so the music cards, um, I graded a ton of music cards and the higher end music cards that have sold have really covered, you know, everything else for me. So I've really been excited about that. Uh, the pop century cards, yeah. I have so much value. I have so much value in these pop century cards. Uh, and they're graded. They're all PSA 10s. They're all pop ones. But but whether it's a price point or the people are just not interested in them, I just carry these from show to show and I put them out and they really don't do well at all. I mean, people come up and look and they, hey, they comment and everything else. But um, I've sold, I think, two or three out of the 30 that I have. Um, so it, it really hasn't done that well for me. Um, but what has done well, um, and a lot of this American pie stuff that I was buying and grading, a lot of that stuff has done well and just singles of, of, of different things that I've picked up that have done well. I enjoy that. I enjoy 
finding those. I on the the American Pie, I really enjoyed ripping those boxes, and I enjoyed grading that stuff myself. You know, um, there's no guarantee. There's no guarantee, and um, I don't want to say I'm any better than anybody else because I have. You know, I have a big magnifying glass and I really look these cards over well. And there's really no rhyme or reason where I have three cards and they all look just beautiful. And I send them in and they'll all come back three different grades. And there's just no reason for it. And the ones that I'm really worried about, I'm thinking, God, I hope it's at least a nine. I mean, I hope it's not a seven or eight. They're the ones that are coming back a 10. And I'm like, well, that the 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 the, the PSA nine card looked I felt looked way better than the 10. Right. And, and so there, to me, there's just really no rhyme or reason. It's, it's, you just, I'm always just hoping for the best and, and, you know, you can't complain. Right. So you just got to take what you get on that. Um, and realistically, you know, I could start buying football again in late September, October. And, uh, and I'm sure I'm going to be doing a little prospecting with rookie QBs again for next year. Um, I mean, I started buying football again in December last year, but why can't I start buying October, November if the prices are down, right? If if, if I can find something, you I mean I can certainly? I mean, I'd like to keep football because I, I football I know I know the best, right? So I'd like to keep football all year round in the case, but it really just becomes a price point uh, and and what the market determines uh, the comps are. And it still blows my mind with football that there's so many players out there on the field and the QBs are the only ones that really have value. You know, the running backs, the wide receivers, tight ends, linemen, defensive players. I mean, all, I mean, there's value in it, but nothing compared to the value in the quarterbacks, right? It's just, I just find it unbelievable sometimes that, you know, you're, you, that's where the downfall is, right? Ripping football because you're pulling out all these other players that nobody really wants and the values are so low and all you're doing is hoping for the quarterbacks. I mean, they really autograph card, numbered cards, refractors, peril, any, you're just hoping they're a quarterback. And, and I don't know, it's just, I, it would be nice if more, more players had value in that. But it, it, again, it's what, what the hobby and the market determine on that. Uh, I have some hockey left over from last year, uh, and I'll probably add some more cards uh, this summer, but I'm definitely not overdoing it this year. Felt to me like that hockey window was just so small, so small, that hockey window. Like September, October, was, and it was done. It was like all of a sudden, it was like football, right? When they, they start playing, you know, the, the values just started to, to decline and continue to decline throughout and hockey is a long season right it goes from october and i think the playoffs they the stanley cup is given out in june right so it's definitely a long season um and i'm definitely like i said i'm not going to overdo it this year i'm going to I, I got a better sense of what sells in hockey and and i'll just try to pick up some of those cards and and really hand pick what what uh what my hockey section is going to look like this year. And I know what a big lane basketball is, but I just don't know enough to really be in that lane. 
And I think the biggest thing for me is I don't want to be stuck with cards I have no connection to because I find myself when I have cards I have no connection to, and I'm not going to call it like a panic mode, but I'm just like, all right, it's these, it's time for these to go because again, I have no connection to them. And then I'll start seeing an Ovechkin card or something, and I'll definitely give up value uh, on a card to get into a card that I do have connection with. Um, and I just don't want to feel that way. I don't want to feel I have no connection. So last year I was, I, and I still have some of those cards, in my discount box. Uh, I was buying, you know, like, like these little packages of cards from people local, right? So anything from 10, 15, 20, 30, 40, 50, like I'm not spending a lot on the cards, but maybe I was picking up 10, 12, 14 cards, right? And then pricing them out, starting in my case and the ones that sold that were in my case, they sold. And then when they weren't selling, I would group them up, mark them down and drop them in the discount box, right? Uh, and I still have a few of them left over. So I did pretty well because I felt that there was enough people out there and I do enough shows to sell. And if I discounted the cards enough, so it's like anything else. If you, if the first four or five cards you sell, you make enough profit to cover what you had, then everything else is, you know, just extra money. That that's where the profit's going to come in on, you know, whatever you can get for those other lower end cards. Right. So, um, and it, I have no problem continuing to discount them below their comps, maybe at half their comps, if I have no connection to them. Because I get to a point where I'm just like, all right, it's time for these cards to go. I, I don't want to keep seeing these cards every show and nobody's looking at these cards. So um, that's the only thing I can do, right? Just keep marking them down, marking them down until they're like 5 or $10. And hopefully somebody just comes by and buys them. Um, at least I know with football pop culture, women's soccer, the hockey, and even the WNBA, that if the cards don't sell, I'm happy to keep them. Uh, I'm happy to put them in the case. I'm happy to keep them here uh, in the office. You know, I'm just, I'm happy. I don't mind having these cards, right? They, they don't feel like I don't have a connection with them. So I just need to get rid of them, right? I feel like there's worth in these cards. There's worth in these players. And I don't mind holding them because at some point, you know, the season's going to or the hobby or, you know, the market's going to say, okay, these cards are up or they're not even up in price, but they're hot, right? Because most of those cards I get for a discount because other people are selling them out of panic mode that they have no connection to them and they want to get rid of them. Um, you know, just, just through here, just through the podcast, you know, I have a few people reach out to me with, you know, women's soccer cards and WNBA cards and said, oh, I have all these. I'm willing to, you know, the comps on them are like 500 or 600. I'm willing to let them go at 50 or 60% comp. I'm like, okay, you know, it, it, I'll certainly look to see what you have. And I'll, and if I like them, if I feel I might have a connection to them, I'll take them. Uh, and I have, I have made some deals with some people in the past and I have them here and the, I mean, I'm happy to have them, but I'm nowhere near panic mode that I want to get rid of them. I'm happy to keep them. I like the cards. I like the players. I like the player that's on the card. Uh, and I don't mind looking at the card. I don't mind keeping them here. So again, if it, it if I end up having these cards and they don't sell and the season passes or something like that, I don't mind keeping those cards. 
So I'm confident, you know, I've done all I can do to prepare for Chicago. Uh, and right now I'm just going to transition into buying for the fall shows. Um, uh, I did have that panicked feeling today, you know, when I, when I came down here to the office and it, and I kind of set in when I started looking at football and the prices up on football and, you know, like I, a couple of things that I, you know, I, I favorited on eBay and, you know, with football and Trinity Rodman, um, cause you know, she's my PC now, but her prices are crazy high right now. And, and it's unbelievable. Like I'm, I, I, I save these as favorites and a couple of them, like I go back to it, like they'll pop up, you know, it pops up, uh, this is, you know, ending tomorrow or ending in 24 hours. And then when it's ending in 14 minutes and all of a sudden I look and I'm like, Oh my, look at the price on that. I mean, these things, you know, some of these things were maybe some of these cards were selling, you know, a month ago for like 30, 40, $50. And now these same cards are there. There's 14 minutes to go and they're at like $200. And I'm like, Oh wow, this is way over, you know, where I'm looking to, 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 to pay on these cards. And I enjoy, especially with the women's soccer and Trinity Rodman, because they're, you know, online, they're, they're a big seller online. I could see these prices keep going up. But when you get in person at these shows, there's a lot of people that really just don't know the value of the women's soccer cards. So they just throw them in a box that's a $1, $2, $3, kind of like I throw my, people are saying to me, there's people that don't know the value of soccer card, men's soccer, right? Oh, this guy's got them all for $2 a card and they're worth more. Well, I'm the guy that's going and pulling through now where I said, I never go through singles boxes. I'm looking for women's soccer boxes to go through to, to, you know, find some steals out of there. Um, so when I see those prices all going up, I felt, I felt a little panicked. Like I, I'm kind of stepping back. I'm not doing any buying and that's really not like me. I'm always, I'm constantly looking, I'm constantly buying, I'm constantly adding, you know, for whether it's for the fall or it's for the national or it's for a trade night coming, it just, it doesn't matter. I'm, I'm always constantly looking and adding or even my PC. Right. Uh, and now I'm at a point now where I'm like, okay, it's time to everything I've been doing now, right. For the last five months or six months, it's time to stop that and transition into something else. And, uh, yeah, had to put that little panic feeling to bed, not do any panic buying and just, you know, figure out what's next because the window on this stuff here is now closed. Now it's moving forward to something else. And and if I'm going to be successful in what I'm doing, I need to be disciplined, right? I just can't say, well, I'm just going to buy that anyways, or I'm just going to do, I need to be more disciplined because I did that a lot last year. I did a lot saying, oh, I'm just going to buy this anyways. And I have a good feeling on this one or this player, or I want to buy all these boxes to see if I can get this play. I have to be more disciplined than that. Um, more calculated in what I'm buying and how I'm buying it. So, uh, you know, it's, it's me learning lessons too, right? From, from the year, the year before and the year before us to now, this is, you know, year three into it, right? So I've learned from the last two years going into year three and that's where I'm at. I mean, that's, that's, you know, looking, looking to 
be buying something else. And it's probably not a bad thing right now to really understand where all the prices are and a lot of things I want to buy because heading into the national could be things that having all these prices in my head it will help me a lot when I get out there. And I, if I want to do some buying out there, buying stuff for, for, you know, the coming up season, coming up for the fall season for me, uh, and just kind of knowing where the prices are right now and, you know, what's good value and, and things like that. Um, over the next couple of weeks between now and national, I am going to figure out one episode that, and I get a lot of people asking me to share, you know, what I'm bringing, what I'm bringing out to, to the national as far as my, my box. So I'm going to choose one episode and I'm just going to kind of go through, uh, you know, some of the cards that, that I'm going to be bringing out there just to share with you guys too. Uh, so remember Wednesday night bleaker, uh, in New York city. And, uh, and I think that starts at six. So I'll be there for that. And then July 21st, and I'll be reminding you of the July 21st, uh, be hosting the trade night at pop century collectibles in Oakland, New Jersey. I want to thank everyone for tuning in. And if you like what you hear, please like definitely subscribe. And most importantly, tell a friend and spread the word. And so next time, take care of yourselves and everyone around you.